Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Thursday, June the 15th, 2023. It is currently 10.40 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Now, typically, I have somewhat of a lengthy intro before we jump right into the topic. It's just kind of the way I do things. I usually try to introduce it in some way, shape, or form. I try to find a way to do an introduction that will hopefully get your attention and make you want to stick around until the end. Um, But in this particular situation, I really cannot do that. And the reason I cannot is because I'm not exactly sure what we are about to hear. I know what the news headline claims. I know what they say on Twitter about it, but I want to make sure I don't say something that just proves that all I'm doing is following the headline. I'm just following what everyone else is saying because I always, especially when it comes to preaching and sermons, I always want to give the pastor the benefit of the doubt as much as possible. So if there's some news headline, pastor says this controversial thing, pastor, I always going to go, whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Let me actually listen to it. Make sure I really understand it before I offer any real criticism. Now, in this particular case, what, here's what I want you to do. This is what I want to accomplish. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to, what you're going, what we're going to do is we're going to hear what they are saying about a pastor and a sermon. We're going to listen to the clip that is provided. And then what we may do is try to track down the actual sermon and then review the entire sermon and a different episode. For now, I just want you to hear, here's the controversy. Here's what everyone is saying. Here's the clip that's going around the internet. Let's listen to the clip and see, well, you know what? Based off that clip, I think the headlines are accurate. Or based off that clip, I think the headlines are misrepresenting it. You'll have to make that decision, but then I'll need you to help me track down the actual sermon and we'll do a full sermon review on it. I'm hoping, I am hoping, begging, (laughs) hoping, pleading that the headlines is a misrepresentation because I would hope no Christian pastor would ever suggest what these headlines are claiming is being suggested in this sermon clip. I am hoping they are completely misrepresenting it, or I hope the pastor comes out and goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't mean to say it that way. I I, I wasn't very clear because I understand that. I mean, I'll go back and listen to my podcast episodes and go, wait, I didn't. Oh, that's not exactly how I wanted to say that. Man, people could misrepresent, people could misunderstand that greatly. So I, I'm hoping that th- there'll be more to this story and we'll be like, okay, hey guys, look, there was nothing to see here. It was just, someone just misspoke or it was a misrepresentation. So let's move on. But I, I want to do due diligence to try to see, because if they are saying what is claiming that they are saying, I have no words. I have no words. I'm hoping it is not true. But are you ready? First, let's go to the headline, all right? Here comes the headline. The headline was published today, 
June the 15th, 2023, Thursday, June the 15th, 2023, at 2.22 p.m. At 2.22 p.m. I don't know when it, I don't know if it had already started going I don't even, I don't know how viral it is yet, but I, uh, I know it was later this evening. I started seeing it show up and I got a few emails about it and I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll look at this as soon as I can. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. All right. Here is the headline. You ready? This comes to us from newsweek.com. Newsweek.com. It was published again today, June the 15th, 2023. At 2.22 p.m., and it looks like, uh, well, the Eastern time zone. But here we go. Pro-Trump pastor suggests Christians should be suicide bombers. There's just no way that's real. There's just no way. There's no way a pastor would suggest that Christians should become suicide bombers. There's just no way. Now, first of all, if this pastor would agree that he is a pro-Trump pastor, then I've got problems because as a pastor, no, we should be pro-Christ. We should be pro-Christianity. We should be pro-biblical theology. We should be pro-in-depth teaching of scripture. We should be pro-hermeneutics. you know, hermeneutics. We should be pro-church history. We should not be pro a political party and a political candidate. It's the political hijacking of the church driving me mad, but that's a whole different podcast. So what we have to figure out is, did this pastor suggest Christians should be suicide bombers? Did he actually suggest that? Now, I'm not going to read the article. We're just going to go immediately to the clip. The clip is only like 30 seconds long, so you can already tell where there's a problem, right? I do not like that. But this is what's being available on, I think, most sites. Um, I'll I'll verify that the clip I downloaded is as long as the one that's in this article. I'll verify it. If not, then I'll, you know, we'll try to track down the longer version. I'm assuming there's multiple videos out there, but I, you know, I'm just right. This is all really happening in real time. That's what I love about my podcast is I can walk upstairs and go live whenever I want. So, um, We'll be we'll be dealing with this maybe two or three episodes to really try to, to see if we can get to the bottom of it. Um, obviously, I would like the full I would like the full sermon, and the reason I always do that this is just just uh, my my philosophy is I hate on Twitter. Even when Christians do it, they'll take a minute or two minute clip. I don't care if it's Joe Olstein. I don't care if it's Rick Warren. I don't care if it's Beth Moore. I don't care. I don't care how big of apostate they may be. Don't just post a one or two minute clip of someone's sermon and then everyone just bash them. Post the entire sermon. And personally, I think you should close comments until (laughs) I wish there was a way that you can't comment until you've watched the entire sermon because I wouldn't want to do that to anyone. That's why whenever we critique or review a sermon, I never just find a section of it. I always play the entire thing so that the pastor's entire message from start to finish is presented. Any criticism, I criticize, but everyone else can say, I heard the whole sermon. So you didn't get both perspectives. Here, all we have is a little bit of clip, but th- uh, just a little clip, but that's just the way it's being presented right now. And um, so we, we want to be as fair as we can be. But again, the headline, pro-Trump pastor 
suggests Christians should be suicide bombers. I am hoping that is not real. What I would be curious about, I would be curious if I took that headline, this, this is just a side note. And I published this article on Truth Social, Trump's social media. How many people there you think would agree with it? What do you think? What do you think the numbers would be? That almost would be a fun social experiment, but I, but I, I, but I wouldn't be one. I don't want to know the results because I'd probably be discouraged and depressed. But all right, here we go. Here we go. You ready? We're going to listen to this. It's going to obviously go by fast. I'm going to uh, crank the volume all the way up to the top. All right, here we go. Listen carefully. Tell me what you hear. Tell, And if you're listening live, please feel free to jump into the chat and tell me what you hear. Let's see. We're going to try to fairly, you know, understand this, fairly critique it. We want to represent this accurately. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, right? Because it would be easy to see a headline uh, 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 like this, just come up here, turn on the microphone and go, there's a pastor out there suggesting that Christians should become suicide bombers. This is insane. And just go on a you know 45 minute full-blown rant about the political hijacking of the American church. But I don't want to do that right now. What I want to do is give this person a chance to be heard. So here we go. You want to know why the Muslim faith has had its advancements? It's because the Muslims were willing to die for their belief. They were willing to strap bombs to their chest. They believed in the afterlife. God give us some men and women that'll get a hold of some passion in their spirit and says, I will lay down my life for the gospel. That does not sound like someone saying there should be Christian suicide bombers. That it does not sound like that. I know that volume is way, way low. I'm going to play it again. I'm going to play it again. I do apologize. I thought it was much louder, but uh, this, uh, as loud as I, it's as loud as I have it. So um, hopefully it's loud enough. If it's not loud enough, let me know. But hopefully it is. All right, here we go. Because I didn't want to listen to it first. I did not. I did not want. I wanted this to be in real time. That to me is a complete misrepresentation. See why I said I wasn't going to say anything until I heard it? I think that's a complete misrepresentation because I think I know what he's saying. I think I know what he's saying there. Now, he may be a a pro-Trump pastor and I may disagree with everything he teaches, but just because I may disagree with someone's theology, they need to be fairly represented, right? I don't care how much you disagree with someone. You fairly represent them. You do not, you don't just jump to conclusions. So let's listen to this again. I think I don't think that's accurate. I don't think he's coming anywhere close to saying what's being claimed here. Let's listen to it again. You want to know why the Muslim faith has had its advancements? It's because the Muslims were willing to die for their belief. They were willing to strap bombs to their chest. They believed in the afterlife. God give us some men and women that'll get a hold of some passion in their spirit and says, I will lay down my life for the gospel. 
Yeah, I, I think he's just making a contrast. It is true that there are those within Islam who will strap a bomb on themselves. They believe in the afterlife and are willing to die for their faith. We need Christians with the same kind of passion, willing to lay down their life for the gospel. Now, is, do we immediately think that he's saying, go blow people up? Or is he just saying, you must be willing to die for your faith? Is he saying, go kill people? Take a, I don't know. I, I'm, why? I don't know. Is it just poorly worded? Now, now oh, let's read the article and we'll, we'll play it maybe a couple more times so that you can try to hear it. Okay, but here we go. This is the, this is the story, all right? A Christian pastor who supports Donald Trump recently delivered a sermon urging Christians to strengthen their passion, passion and suggested they should be willing to die for their faith. Okay, well, Saying that Christians should be willing to die for their faith has been a message of Christianity from basically the very beginning, right? I mean, that's a common message. Are you willing to lay down your life for Jesus Christ? Are you willing to die? Now, it's always been understood you're dying in a sense in a passive way. In other words, you're not dying because you're out there trying to kill people, hurt people, or fight. You're willing to lay down your life in a sense and say, if you need to kill me before preaching Christ, then go ahead. I'm not going to stop preaching Christ. Like that kind of thing. It says, Regeneration Nashville pastor Kent Christmas has often spoken favorably of Trump, who is running his third presidential campaign and and is the clear front runner among a crowded field of GOP candidates. In last Sunday's sermon at his Pentecostal church in Tennessee, Christmas said the Muslim, the Muslim faith has become so success, so successful because its followers are willing to die for their beliefs. The video was first reported by a watchdog group, Right Wing Watch, which tweeted a clip on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, someone just said, I hear it more as Christians should be willing to die for their faith, not necessarily saying how. Yeah, I, I agree as well. All right. So the video was first reported, uh, and I'm, I was reading someone's comment uh, in the chat. Um, the video was first reported by watch do, watchdog group, Right Wing Watch, which tweeted the clip on Tuesday. Um, it says right wing pastor. Then this is from Right Wing Watch, their their Twitter feed. Right wing pastor Kent Christmas urges Christians to get a hold of some passion and be willing to die. You want to know why the Muslims' faith has its advancements? Is because the Muslims were willing to die for their beliefs. They're willing to strap bombs to their chest. That's all they put in the tweet, which I think is not an accurate representation. Uh, it In it, Christmas is seen preaching vehemently as he paces the stage. You want to know why the Muslim faith has its advancements? It's because Muslims are willing to die for their beliefs. They're willing to strap bombs to their chest, he said. Chris, uh, Christmas then asked God to give the Christian faith some men and women with passion and their spirit who are willing to lay down their life for the gospel. Um, then they go on and then talk about a lot of what other you know, pastors have done in the past, but I don't care what other pastors have done in the past. Um, now, I'm going to read the comments here. There's 235 comments uh, on Newsweek. I'm not going to uh, read all of them. Let's just see how how many of the people interpret this, how many of the people interpret this. Maybe, is this going to come down to how do you interpret a sermon? All right, I don't know. All right, here we go. The easiest way to become a Christian is to believe in the Bible. The easiest way to become an atheist is to read the Bible. Well, that's 
All right. They, they didn't really deal with the actual content of the sermon. They just don't like Christianity. Okay. All right. Uh, this is a perfect example of where a lot of these independent religious organizations lack oversight and leadership. Ideally, you would have an elder or close confidant reach out to this pastor and say, you know, you might want to rethink what you've said here. I don't think you mean what you are saying, and an apology and a clarification would be appropriate. All right. So they believe that he is clearly calling for suicide bombers, I guess. Every church leader in 2023 is beholden to secret societies and not Jesus. So your wish is already realized. The result is that sound doctrine from the Bible rarely makes it to the pulpit. What? Every church leader in 2023 is beholden to secret societies? Okay. All right. All right. It, it, it's been the same for 2,000 years. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's... it's uh, and then lock and, and then lock him up. Okay. No, it's a perfect example of new. Now here, finally, someone has something to say here where they call it a question. No, it's a perfect example of Newsweek distorting what the pastor said. The pastor is making an analogy to demonstrate that too many Christians are lukewarm about putting their faith into action. He did not say that any Christian should be suicide bombers. There are many ways one might give their life for their faith. Mother Teresa did just that. And then they go, another person says, ideally, the board members of a nonprofit would be able to have transitioned transitional oversight and remove him for blasphemy and replace with a suitable candidate voted on by the board first and then the congregation to avoid schism. If not set up, if not set up legally correct in the first place, Satan has you where he wants you. If you, if, if even saved because prosperity gospel from the pit of hell anyway. All right. Okay. So obviously reading the article, um, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, so <laughs> and then someone says, avoid the fishy thingy. It's a terrorist symbol. So I, I there, so I, I guess any intelligent comment from Newsweek is not very helpful. So let's go to, let's follow the uh, right wing, right wing watch Twitter feed. Let's go to it. And uh, yeah, it is 30 seconds. Okay. Um, and then, all right, here we go. Um. The first, the, the immediately first reply is, I don't remember that sermon from Jesus. Then if you follow all of the comments there, someone says, Matthew 16, 25, but I'm fairly certain he didn't mean it in that, the sense that this pastor is trying to convey, but rather as a sacrificial, life-saving, life-affirming act rather than a battle death. So this person believes, yes, we already, you know, lay down our life. We already give our life, but this pastor meant it in a battle death. May, may, again, I don't know. Can I, can I know for sure what the pastor meant in a 30-second clip? Uh, and then someone said, Jesus never said either. All right. Um, then someone quotes Isaiah 2, 4. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and strap their bombs to their chest. Of course, obviously they're, they're mocking it. They're making fun of it. Um, then, of course, someone quotes Matthew 16, 4, uh, 16, 24. Take up your cross, follow Jesus. Uh, so, you know, take up your cross, die to yourself, deny yourself. Um And then, okay, then someone says, do, do you remember the story of David and Goliath? It didn't end peacefully. Uh, they are in a, a Christian church. Who is this Jesus guy everyone keeps talking about? All right, so no one bothers to go, is this possibly what he is saying? 
Um, yeah, I, then someone says revoke a 501c3. This is treason. Um, then someone says Oklahoma City. Then someone says, uh, wow, has this guy been listening to Guns and Roses? You could be mine. Uh, and then they have a link to the uh, give him a mic and a guitar. So, OK, this is terrifying. People like this own guns and will never give them up willingly. Someone says, this is awesome. Bummer. I thought he was teasing a cage match with The Undertaker. OK, someone wants to throw in some wrestling Okay, so once again, there's there's no there's no logical or reasonable comments on Twitter either. So but basically, nobody took the time to go, wait a minute, wait a minute. What does this man actually say? I know. I was I expecting anything different in 2023? Was I expecting there be rag- rational, logical people going, I don't know if that's exactly what he was saying. So obviously what we need to do is we need to find the sermon. That's what we need to do. So, Theology Central Detectives, I need you to track down the sermon and find it. It's from, the pastor's name is Kent Christmas. According to Newsweek, he is the pastor of Regeneration Church in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, It was preached... And a recently delivered sermon, so we don't even, they, number one, they don't give a link to the actual sermon. I mean, come on, that, look, if you're even, if you're even remotely interested in Jerusalem, in, in Jerusalem, if you're even remotely interested in journalism, you would place a link to the sermon, would you not? Would you not give the date that it was preached, the time, as much information so that your readers could go do additional research? But I, you know. I, I feel like this is I, I, either I don't know why either they have an agenda. Like I, I can't I can't judge motives, but it just seems like something's not right here with this report. Something is not right here with this report. And and you can talk about now any other pastors who've done things wrong by all means you can talk about them. But this one I don't. I don't. Am I miss? Am I not hearing it correctly? Let's try it again. You want to know why the Muslim faith has had its advancements? It's because the Muslims were willing to die for their belief. They were willing to strap bombs to their chest. They believed in the afterlife. God give us some men and women that'll get a hold of some passion in their spirit and says, I will lay down my life for the gospel. I I just, I mean, Christians have been saying, are you willing to lay down your life for the gospel? Now, again, what does he mean by that? Now, there's no, there's no qualifier, right? Lay down your life for the gospel by, you know, breaking into the Capitol building and blowing everyone up. Okay, now, now we got a problem. You know, lay down your life for the gospel by taking um, a bomb and taking it somewhere and blowing people. Well, then obviously now we have a problem. Is he saying that? Or is he just saying, are you, we need people who are so committed to Christ, they're willing to lay down their life for the gospel. There, there's no, now, but, but again, he, they stop it right there. We don't know what he says one second after, we don't know what he says one, you know, one minute before. We don't know. We don't know what he says 10 minutes later into the sermon, 15 minutes later into the sermon. 
Now, I'm assuming the sermon is probably a theological train wreck. There's probably a million things wrong with it is my guess. That's, that's my guess. But I, I, I would, I would judge that based on what we hear. That right there, I just don't know. I, I just don't know because I know I have, I have talked about that before that you've got Muslims who'll strap a bomb on themselves, right? And blow themselves up for their God. And you can't get Christians to do a Bible study. You can't get Christians to show up to church. Oh, well, can make, I can't make it to Sunday school. Can't make it this night. Can't, you know, but, you know, Muslims out there will. And, but and at the same time, I'll talk about how you have got Catholic, you know, young people who give up their entire life to become a nun or to become a priest. Okay. That, that to me is a level of dedication. Now you can say, well, they're doing it for a, a false God or you can do it for a false gospel. Yeah. But then how much more committed should we be to truth? I have drawn those parallels and have mentioned that by no means did I ever mean or imply that we should be suicide bombers blowing ourselves up for our God. But you have to see the contrast between that kind of commitment. You can say, well, they're doing it because it's a false real. Yeah, I know we can always try to just explain it away, but I have made similar things, similar comments, not just like, not exactly like that. Now, I don't know if this pastor, I don't know, do, I don't think they, do they even mention in here? Let me see here. Um, Okay, right wing watches report about last Sunday's sermon said that Christmas was furious over what he falsely said was legislation approved in Vermont that makes it legal to kill a baby up to 21 days after a full term birth. Okay, um, yeah, we'd have to look. Yeah, there, there's some things there. I'm at war with evil, Christmas said in the sermon. This is one preacher that is not backing down. I can tell you this. I will give my life for the gospel. He then asked God to provide other Christians who are willing to do the same. Now, that, I don't know, if he's telling people that Vermont passed a bill that you can kill a baby up to 21 days after full-term birth, well, I I, I would I would more want to hear that clip and I... And yeah, that, as they say, what he falsely said was legislation approved in Vermont. Now, the fact that he's going after something like that and then wants Christians to lay down their life for the gospel. Now, that makes me a little bit worried. But what they don't do here is they don't say there was any attempt to contact the pastor to get an explanation. They don't put a link so that we can hear the whole sermon. So it will be up to us to find the whole sermon. And um, we'll, uh, we'll see if the pastor offers any statements. This has been posted. It's on newsweek.com. You can also find it at the Drudge Report. I'm assuming it, you can also find it on Twitter, obviously. Right Wing uh, right wing Watch, they've, they're posting about it. So it seems like there's a lot of discussion going on about it. We'll need some more uh, information before we can make a definitive statement. There's some troubling signs there. But we'll need to do more. All I will say is this. Whenever you see a clip of a sermon and everyone's bashing it, right? Everyone's bashing it. Please always don't post your thoughts or opinions until you go listen to the full sermon. All preachers deserve that respect. I don't care how heretical you may think they may be. 
I don't I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's an atheist. I don't care if it's a politician you don't like. Everyone deserves to be judged based on the actual words they said in their context. I don't care if it's a politician. I don't care who it is. You should always show respect and say, no, 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 no. I'm not going to jump to any conclusions here. Now, after you've listened to everything they said, you got the full context, then I have no problem offering a sound critique. I just don't like when it's a it's a popular thing to do in some social media circles where, you know, ooh, Stephen Furtick or you just name Mark Driscoll, just name them. And there'll be just a clip, like a two minute clip and like, yeah, yeah, that what? Well, you know, and then they just everyone just bashes it. Yeah, he couldn't handle the scriptures. He if he would read the Bible and stop worrying about his shoes or you just they just attack, 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 attack. And nobody actually listens to the sermon. And I, I just feel that's unfair. I feel that's completely unfair. So there we have it. We'll have to do some research. If you find anything, email it to me. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. And we will review the entire sermon. We will see uh, his claim. Now the pastor is claiming there's something else we can look up. If anybody wants to do some research on this, he is supposedly claiming that Vermont passed legislation that makes it legal to kill a baby 21 days after full-term birth. Now, that that needs to be 100% verified to be false. And then it must be pointed out that he, that to me is more concerning if he's just putting forth completely wrong, fraudulent information. So we'll we'll need to just verify all of that. I will be, I'm gonna. I'm trying to be very careful what I say because, well, there needs to be a lot of clarification. I just don't know if that's a complete, accurate representation of that sermon. We will find the whole thing and we will look into it. All right. So thanks for listening. You can email me newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. And, uh, well, I have a feeling we'll be talking about this again very, very soon. God bless.